Hello, and welcome to You Had Me at Martini. I'm Susan, and I'm joined by my co-host, Melissa. Hi, everybody. And we are, in case you don't know, and this is your first episode, two boomers, barely, because we're just at the very end of it, who decided to start a podcast to talk about basically whatever we want to. And so if you're interested in eavesdropping on two middle-aged women chatting, or you want to know what your mom and her friends talk about when they're having cocktails, pour yourself a cocktail, pull up a chair, and join us. We try to do this every week. We're working on it, and it's just something that we um, decided to do after all of our conversations, and we thought, why not? We have so much to say. We do. We We are like super deep people. So insightful. Yes, exactly. That's part of it, too. So today hump day. Yeah. We are talking about gratitude and I'm sure everyone is grateful that we are halfway through the week and almost <laughs> to the weekend. Yeah. I should ask you before we keep going, what are you drinking? Oh, well, I've got the little uh, dirty here, martini in my glass oh. because that's what the show's about. Well, so. it's about martinis. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily dirty because I have a martini glass, which means whatever's in here is now a martini <laughs> with so, just yeah. a Vodka and uh, grapefruit juice. Okay, well, that works for you, too. So, so right? I don't know what we want to call it. How about a gratitude well, martini? Yeah, we did say a gratitude martini. We could do talk about that, right? We, were, we decided to take a little more serious route after our last few episodes of all kinds of fun stuff and humorous yeah. to some of us, humorous, yeah. not so humorous to others. <laughs> so we yeah. just decided we'll talk about something that's really important this day and age and, and becoming more and more so, which we all still well, do pretty much. And I think the last year universally has put um, a spotlight on this. If you, I guess, well, I shouldn't say that either or, right. You either realized in this last, last year, how grateful you are, or maybe you just went down a rabbit hole. But yeah. before we go down into our little gratitude rabbit hole, I did want to say along these lines, a big shout out of gratitude to everyone who has supported us because we've gotten some amazing text messages from people that are so kind and people have called us and said, oh my God, I'm enjoying this so much. And that means so much to us, you guys. So we just want to say thank you. Yes. And of course, thank you. But continue following us. Make sure <laughs> okay. you follow us yes. on our anchor, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, and, and anywhere else. Google, Pocket, yep. and Radio Public. We're on there six platforms. We need you to subscribe. I know a bunch of you. I keep sending them to you through text messages. And I will keep doing that, but I really love it. You say, Hey, you don't need to do that anymore because I subscribe now. And just so you know, if you subscribe, you don't have to listen. (laughs) You can just get the notification, go don't care, but it would help us not to have one commercial because until we get more people subscribing, we will have no more commercials. And I'm sure. Yeah. And we can appreciate that this is going to take time. I mean, consider it right. We're just, we just started it. We're kind of trying it out. We're experimenting. We're having yeah. a good time. And hey, it's we great have 25 to get the- followers on yeah. our Instagram and we yeah. only made that last week. So to us, that's like, might as well be 10 million because we're like, yeah. yay. And some of them aren't even family members. They're strangers. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's huge. <laughs> right. So that's the meet me at martini Instagram. That's yeah. it. Just that's, find me yeah. at meet me at martini. You'll get all kinds of really great um, content there because that's what we're all about. Great content. (laughs) (laughs) And here we are. Here we are talking about today is serious, though, and it is a good one. And it's really I I think it's pervasive both for you and I, because I Mm -hmm. think we both have 
I mean, certainly bonded on this part of it. And, and I think we feel the same and we're on the same page. So it's going to be really easy for us to talk about today. Oh, sure. And I think most people do anyway, but it's about gratitude. So I, I don't know. What does it mean to you, Susan? Give me a, your definition of what gratitude means to you. Oh, gosh. There, uh, it's like a rabbit hole I could go down. Um, gratitude means to me, I guess, being appreciative of everything, like from the, you know, the way the sunlight hits the pool in the morning and reflects the trees to, you know, a glass of cold water on a hot day to the love yeah. of my family and friends to living in this country. Um, it, it's just, there's so many things, but I think just being aware that in every situation, um, there are things to be grateful for. Um, yeah. That to me is gratitude. I, I, I don't even know if that made any sense, but you know, no, it does. I think that's, I think the bit, I think what it means is how even the small things, you have to look at all Everything. the small things, no matter how small they are. I think for me, gratitude has evolved over the years of my life. I agree. Because I think early on, before I really even knew the word and before it came into the meaning and vogue that it is today, if that's what you want to call it, mm -hmm. it I, I could just considered myself lucky. Like, oh, I feel so lucky that I have this. And I don't know if it's the same sense of it, but I feel lucky that I have this, or I can appreciate that this happened to me. And yeah, but that's the gist of it. Is. I, I, no, right. I think you're right. right. Like, you know, it's just What's, a different um, word for the same emotion and, and action and um, outlook. Right. Because you because feeling lucky is still feeling grateful yeah. and feeling happy that something happened. Now, today, obviously, I think it means something different to me because it, it's become more of a buzzword. People talk about it a lot more and it's almost everywhere, right? It means that, you know, we're part of, we're such a small part in this big world of this universe. Mm -hmm. And you have to appreciate all the things that happen to you so that you can appreciate everything else that happens to everybody else and just show how grateful you are for little things and notice little things. Cause I think we're all connected. I think that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And you know, you just start to, I, I think you just start to have more things, good things happen when you definitely are grateful and notice the small things. Sure. It's just one of those. Sure. Yeah, you know, so it is, but then there's, you know, obviously there's definitions and we can go down that too, right? There's so many. There are so many, but we picked one and Melissa, yeah. why don't you roll that out for us? Yeah. 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 It's an expression of appreciation for what one has. Uh, it's a recognition of value independent of your monetary worth, which, you know, is an important part of all Absolutely. of it too, right? Where you feel it's, it's certainly generated from within yourself and it's an affirmation of goodness and like just an appreciation for everything in the world. Mm -hmm. So it's possible to feel grateful for people, right? Your, how you work, nature, life in general. And then those emotions then start to generate a more climate of positive, a climate of positivity, and that is for yourself, but that also extends outward. Absolutely. Because right? you can start, you, you can see people like there's just some people that you can tell are so positive in life, whether they've had good or bad things happen, you know, where does that come from? Right. So where does that happen? Well, so, I, and, and I think yeah. it comes from any number of places. Um, I know that I have a friend who said that every, she has three daughters and every morning in the summer when, when they're home, she's like, look. They, they're not in summer school or anything, so I want to make sure to at least teach them something. So she started doing this thing where when they got up in the morning before anything, any phones, any technology, anything, they had to write three things they were grateful for. 
Oh, that's yeah. And she, which is awesome because over the years it taught them to have that mindset. And I thought, wish you'd told me that when my kids were little, Um, but I thought that was a really good way to teach it from a very young age. Very Um, I I will tell you that this is, I don't know if this is an embarrassing admission or not, but it's actually, it's the truth for me. The concept of gratitude didn't really come into my life. I can't tell you the date, but it wasn't until Oprah. I mean, literally Oprah started to talk about it in such a way Mm. that to me, it, and it, it goes back years, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember, you know, when my kids were born, Oprah had her, t- you know, it mm-hmm. had her TV show and it was like, okay, it's time to breastfeed again. Let's just turn on <laughs> Oprah and sit here and watch it. Right. But, but she's the one who has, I think, I, I want to say popularized it or brought well, it into the mainstream. She definitely brought it more in the forefront for sure. Bringing the mainstream person after person right. that had good things to say instead of sure. just always, you know, like the Jerry Springers of the world, just, just creating right. havoc. Like she right. was trying to put, and she still does with her Super Soul Sunday and all the right. different things. Like she is constantly trying to get everyone on that page, which is wonderful because, you know, when you're on that page, studies have shown that um, practicing it regularly helps with physical and mental health. It can change your brain yeah. chemistry. You know, it can do a tremendous amount of good ind- individually, collectively, you know, all across the board. And certainly the concept has been around for a long time. I mean, a lot of what she brought into the forefront, too, when she talked was just people that she studied and people that she read about. Mm -hmm. And they they go back for many years, right? Mm -hmm. Wayne Dyer, Louise um, Hay, you know, you even talked about her, too, in one of your, um, you know, we'll talk about that shortly, right? Yeah. She, um, she, she talks about healing and healing the body. Yeah, but she said where there's an emotional disease, there's a physical disease. And one of her hundred quotes is my happy thoughts create my healthy body because she believed that when you have negative emotions, they will show themselves in the physical body. And I absolutely believe like, I know people who are very negative and they aches and pains and this and that. And then I know people are super positive who had things happen and have illnesses and yet they're thriving you know, living yeah. with different situations and doing great. So I think it's important to recognize. But I, it, it is, but I can't say that when I was in college or after oh God, college no, no, either, no. I was thinking about this, right? No. So that's why I had to think about when did it come into my existence? When did it come into my practice? And and like I said, I'll, I'll give Oprah the credit for that because then you get turned on to something she says, and then you start down, oh, who did she quote? And who is she talking about? And then you start reading more about it. Mm-hmm. And then it just... Once you open that door, right. then there's so much on it. Mm-hmm. There's so much on it. So yeah. again, it, th- that's just like I said, that could be my um, own little embarrassing little, well, I mean, you know, admission. I can but... make myself, I mean, I was aware of all that back then, but I got to be honest that there were two books that I read, which were even later than that, um, that really kind of started me making it part of my daily life. And those, I, I couldn't tell you again when this was, but my kids were probably in high school where you were breastfeeding and our kids were around the same age. So clearly I was grateful a little later. Um, But there was these books, An Ordinary Day, which is by Katrina Kennison and another one called 1000 Gifts by Anne Boscani, V-O-S-K-A-N-Y. I'll just read you two quotes from these. And these were things that really spoke to me. Um, In An Ordinary Day, it says, now among other things, she's teaching me what it really means to be grateful and about giving and receiving kindness. Most of all, though, she reminds me of the unlimited possibilities that exist just beyond surrender. If we can die to what was 
and then open ourselves up to what is. And I thought, you know, that was good. And then the other book, um, this is a quote from that. I know there is poor and hideous suffering and I've seen the hungry and the guns go to war. I've, I've lived pain and my life can tell. I only deepen the wound of the world when I neglect to give thanks for early lighted dapple, early light dappled through the leaves and the heavy perfume of the wild roses in early July and the song of crickets on a humid night and the rivers that run and the stars that rise and the rain that falls and all good, all good things that God gives. So I had read those two books, not subsequently, but at different times in my life. And they were just really powerful kind of reminders of just how you have to stop and just say, you know, notice all the little things, the smallest thing, like just look out the window and the sky is beautiful blue right now. Like how lucky am I that I can look at and appreciate that? Like it's, it doesn't have to be that you won the lottery. Right. I saw a, um, I listened to a podcast, uh, um, just in, in doing a little bit of trying to get my arms around how to, really put words to the gratitude, right? Because mm-hmm. it is a lot. And there There's is so much. So much. It. My notes are pages right. and pages that, you know, yeah. we're trying to just pull a little bit out so we don't bore everyone to death. And of course there's though, you know, I have a couple things, right? Oprah, like I said, I kind of leaned toward her because she has had so much and has gotten so much. She's had so much gratitude mm-hmm. and has gotten so much. So if there's a perfect, you know, and she gives back. Of- like she has she so does. much, but she's also incredibly generous. She started that school over right. in Africa. She's constantly helping others her and her first one of the podcasts she did was her, the first thing she said was you you simply breathe mm-hmm. if you can breathe and take in a breath you can appreciate that you're breathing and that you're there to face the day and that you can get up and walk with your two legs mm-hmm. I mean some people right I, I mean you know what it literally starts with breathing it's you know, really and interesting that you say that is I had a friend actually you know I used to come stay with you when she was sick she had COPD yeah And so she couldn't breathe and she ended up passing away, but like she would struggle just to get a breath. And I remember to this day, every time I take a deep breath, I think of her because I think, God, she couldn't do this. And it feels so good to take a deep breath. And I just, I, I'm always so grateful and I remember her and I think, oh, being able to breathe, what a gift. Right. Yeah. That's, that is because it's just the everyday reminder of you have to get up. I can, Mm -hmm. I I, I am getting up, I am facing the day and what's the day like, no matter what it is, that was her, Mm -hmm. you know, just take a breath, just see what's good right then, right right then, see what's good. That starts you also on that note of thinking in a positive vein first thing, because you're taking that breath and you're being grateful. And I almost feel like that, that in some degree will help flip that switch to go down that road to the day as opposed to approaching like, ugh. I have to get up, you know, the negativity that you can put your, you know, you're just like, this is bad as opposed to like, oh, this is good. And that one quote that you just said, that last one about how you can, you know, you've seen hell in life, Mm -hmm. but you know, the other thing that I tend to remind myself or counsel when I'm talking to people is, okay, there's a silver lining here. Absolutely. We have to find the silver lining. Absolutely. It's not apparent. Maybe it's not going to present itself right now. In no, this sometimes it's 10 years down the road that you think, yeah. God, if that terrible thing hadn't happened to me, then this other gift wouldn't have been here because right. one thing, you know, so you have to appreciate everything for what it brings you. In fact, um, I was telling you about, I have this friend and she's a counselor and a healer and she, along the lines of what you just said. So she said, 
that she looks, you look at life like everything is a stick. On one end of the stick, you have fear, negativity, anxiety, depression. And on the other end is gratitude and abundance. So you decide which side you're going to focus on. So for example, if you have cancer, the silver lining could be how your family and friends are rallying around you, the doctors who are giving you such good care, or you could be focused on why me? I'm terrified of dying. I'm losing my hair. I don't look good. And she just said, you know, it's all how you approach it. And she gave me a story about a woman she worked with who had 30 rounds of chemo. So every time she went to chemo, she would focus the entire time while she was having it on who she was going to give a gift to. So afterwards, she gave gifts like each one time to the doorman who opened the door for her. She gave him a hat. Another time, a, a woman who was in chemo with her, she brought flowers. Another time, she bought a pen set for her doctor. And she just spent every time focusing on something she could do for someone else instead of what was going on that was, you know, hard for her. And, you know, she said it made it much easier for her to go through. She came out the other end and she's doing better. I mean, she's, she's in remission. So she just said, look, it's the law of attraction. You, whatever you put out in the world, it's going to come back. Yeah, that, that is, that's a great story. I mean, I love that story just for the fact that what an effort it had to have taken her to do that. It's so beautiful. Or whether she, it is because you're so sick and wiped out from chemo to think that she was it's it's really each time she would spend that time and then literally go right from chemo and buy that gift and i thought yeah like there but for the grace of god go i like what an amazing person and i can only hope to be that person because that's very to me it's very inspirational Right. And I think as we get older, too, we, we hear more of that of just because it's been, you just your, your experiences, you're exposed to more people, mm-hmm. you hear stories. I think you can't help but hear instances of people's stories like that or hear even good. There's always good stories with grateful and gratitude, mm-hmm. too, that you can hear good stories and you just start to say, oh, wow, how can I do that? Or how can I tweak mm-hmm. my thinking a little bit? Right. I think it's just it's a it's a combination. Right. It's kind of something that it does take an effort, it, it right? It takes practice. Um, goes, I mean, it's not, it's if you, different. if you weren't raised like my friend's daughters who, um, yeah. you know, have learned from childhood. I mean, for me, it took practice. In fact, after I read one of those books, it talked about a gratitude journal and I, I wish I could yeah. say I do it every day, but intermittently yeah. throughout my life, when I feel like I need a reboot, I do that. And I just sit there every day, especially when I'm in a, you know, in some of my darker times, like when I, you know, loss of my parents and so forth. And I just make myself get up and I open that journal and I just sit there and I like, if I have to sit there for an hour, whatever it takes, I find things to write down so that I do that shift and just get out of, get out for lack of a better term, get out of my own way. Like the negativity sometimes is like a roadblock and sitting down and making myself think about the good things is a way of almost shifting that roadblock over to the right so I can walk past it. Yeah, I've had a hard time with that. I've, I've done that. I, in fact, I started it in January. I thought, okay, I, I don't make New Year's resolutions. <laughs> Typical. Yeah, I don't, and I don't do New Year's things, mm-hmm. but I just thought, you know, this is a good time to start something different. Sure. What could it be, right? I certainly wasn't going to start losing weight. Yeah, right. Or I wasn't going to start some exercise program or I'm not going to start not drinking. Okay. January, dry January. Yeah. Forget it. I mean, I thought, what can I do? That's an improvement, right? Instead of giving up Mm -hmm. or changing. And I think I did it for like three weeks, which probably wasn't the 
it long enough. Maybe I did it only two and a half. Okay, well, let me ask you this, though. Do you find in general as a person that you are appreciative of things and are grateful? I do. do. Okay, so maybe three weeks is enough. I mean, I I think everyone is different. I mean, I think you and I both know people who probably never need to open a gratitude journal because they are just so effusive with like positivity and joy. And then we know people who maybe could use a gratitude journal every minute of the day because they're so freaking negative that you're like, Jesus, do you have one good thing to say? Is there one thing in your life that you could say is good? (laughs) Am I right? But I think that's true. But I think there's, there's a lot of studies, proven studies and value to writing this down. And I think doing it continually is also another way to practice and to keep practicing it. So it happens. So right. it comes very naturally. But I don't know that you have to write <laughs> it, it down. I mean, I think taking a moment, whatever, you know, however you choose that moment to be, whether writing it down, just sitting quietly and reflecting. I think it's just making it part of your life in some manner. Yeah, before you meditate or something, right? If that's what you do, I too, can't right? meditate. I've tried so many yeah. times. I have tape. What a surprise. My mind won't go, right? It's like I'm sitting there trying, and the whole time there's like this yammering voice in there. I know it's such a surprise because I'm such a like quiet wallflower. Huh. And so is anyone who knows Susan, <laughs> just like they know she wears her spike heels or her, you know, <laughs> heels, knows she's not a meditator. <laughs> so does that mean when I put on my Doc Martens, I am? <laughs> oh yeah exactly or yeah, no i have to get the um, birkenstocks oh yeah there you go. that'll do it that'll that'll That's switch a whole that other episode. in my mind no i'll spend the whole time looking down at my feet no offense you birkenstock lovers going what the fuck because i've never been a fan yeah. no no susan can't you can't pull those no it's not my daughter place. loves them one of my daughters yeah. i should say loves them and i i just i when they she's like oh i need new ones i'm like do you do you really need new ones? Maybe it's time to move on. But you know. and I have friends who I mean I have girlfriend I have girlfriends who like I can't even picture them without them. Yeah, no, it it's suits definitely their, it suits them. But we it's totally okay. suits them. We are digressing though. I do mm-hmm. want to tell you okay. along those lines, um, just of it getting people through and studies showing yada yada. I have a friend, um, so you know I called the one friend who gave me the analogy about the sticks and told me the beautiful story about the woman with the cancer and the gifts. But then I decided I would also tap a friend who's a suit. You've met her. And she's so positive and just the most delightful individual. Um, Her name is Janice. And she had triple negative breast cancer, which is not good, like really, really bad. And, it, you know, it's, it's super traumatic to go through that. She wasn't married at the time. Her daughters were grown. And I said, what did you do to get through that? And she said, listen. I, my daughter was going to be getting married and I just focused on that wedding and how awesome it was going to be. And she said, between that and all the love and support that I got from my girls and my friends and my family really helped me stay positive. And she said, and she started laughing. She goes, even the nurses would tell me I had a really beautiful head bald. And she goes, I was like, Oh, thanks. But she said, I just hung on to that. And that got me through. And, you know, to this, she's in September, she's going to be five years clear, which for triple negative is like, huge yeah and you know she's just I'm sure and she I absolutely think her attitude had everything to do with it she is just this phenomenal person she could have taken what happened to her and she's had a lot of other stuff in her life that has happened that has been really hard and it could have just beat her down and instead it's like somehow it it just elevated her to this 
just this level of just positivity that is so great to be around. She's coming over for drinks tomorrow night. And I'm so excited because I just love being around her because she's right positive and grateful and just, yeah, those- you know, what we all aspire to be. And we hope, I only hope that if I'm ever in a situation like that, that I can focus on something good and be that person. Well, I think we, you practiced it uh, for certainly I'll, keep you online, Susan. I can make sure you, you I'll remind you every day. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, this is it. But yeah, yeah. shut up. Oh, yeah, exactly. This is where we're taught. Don't you remember this episode when we talked about it? Well, that's, that's right. for sure. So the practice is something I feel like it, you know, it could be a little more focused, maybe not the journaling, but you know, I could try to be a little bit more focused with it to make set aside time, I guess, even though every day I do look at things and I'm like, Oh, you know, you put, it kind of comes natural, I think, after you've done it for a while. But sometimes I think, yeah. oh, it would be nice just to practice it. But, um, you know, I don't know. I think it works for everybody differently. So it's how everyone does it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I practice it in a way because every night yeah. I say my prayers. And I try to go through the list of what I'm grateful for. Not, I mean, obviously, I would be there forever if I listed everything. But I try to go through, you know, front and center, you know, family, friends, maybe something that happened that day or, you know, something good that happened to someone else that I was so happy to hear about. Um, you know, right. my dogs, my home, like everything from thank you for the roof over my head and thank you for right. my children and whatever. Um, you know, and I try to do that. And yes, obviously throughout the day, like right now I'm looking at my martini. I'm just gonna have a little sip here and I'm going, Oh, I'm so grateful for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, whatever happens during the day, I try to remember. Yeah. To be or or the, just the sun shining on a good day. Right. Cause that brains are, Oh yeah. Even though, especially on a day where it's, you know, if you're like me in Chicago again, you know, every sunny day is, you know, is, is certainly a blessing for something to be grateful for. Cause we don't get it all right. the time. Well, I feel that way here yeah. in the sense that, um, you know, we're only here for three weeks. We're out in California and I can go walk yeah. every day for miles. And we're going to be going back to a small apartment in Boston in an area where you can't do that. So every time I'm walking, just yeah, like, I know. thank you. This is because I got to like kind of right. pocket it away in my mind and just hold on to that for when I'm in that apartment thinking. Ugh. Right. Right. Yeah. So, makes a big difference. Okay. So I, I guess we've and, ta- tackled it like. You know. Well, no, I'm, I'm oh. not done with what I do to practice oh, yeah, gratitude. Okay. Come, you have, you're not looking at my no, notes go here. Um, I also try oh, yeah, to do stuff. things like making sure people I love and I'm grateful for know. So I will just have, sit down and send a little note. Um, you know, today I sent a card to a friend who always sends me these great um, texts just out of the blue, just saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. And I just can't wait to see your wonderful face. And I mean, they're just so nice. And I just was like, God, every time she sends me that, I feel so good. So I wrote her a note and mailed and just said, I just want you to know how much that means to me. So, you know, I think doing things like that is another way of practicing is practicing it just Get sharing it with someone else. Good at that. You're you're great at that, Susan. You the 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 extraordinary communicator of expressing your feelings in a little card or a package or something. (laughs) Sure, my family loves it. I'm good at expressing my feelings. Well, I'm not. You know what I mean by that. You're you're grateful for friendships, which is important. I mean, I think people do get you know caught up. Texting has made that certainly a lot easier, right? But there's nothing like it is easy. And I do I do love a good quick text and an emoji. I'm thinking of you. How's it going? You know, even if it's that, mm-hmm. but you're right. I think that, you know, the little handwritten note that you're so good at, I think that's really important too. So you, that's well, a good way to practice it. But, 
Well, it's, it's my paying it forward part. I mean, it's like, I try to remember it and acknowledge it and be grateful for it. But I also try to remember that, you know, it never hurts to pay it forward to someone who, who has touched you and and made you feel good. Right. Now. Wow. So how do you think it's changed you being aware of it? Like, do you feel like once you started watching Oprah while breastfeeding, you became no. a new person? No, I just think that there's, it just, it just makes you more, you know, you could go, it's really simple sometimes to go into a rut of feeling bad about something or feeling in simple things, right? Oh, like, right, absolutely. I, okay. Well, COVID, yeah. I mean, come on, right. we are all trapped. Like everyone right. at some point. Why is this a, happening to now? Or why is yes, it like I can't do this or I can't see this person or I'm feeling frustrated right. with that because it was such an unusual set of circumstances. Right. right. And so I think it just was an awareness over time of, okay, I keep hearing about all this stuff and I keep trying, like, okay, well, it, it does help to be positive. So it just is something that you kind of work into your life. And I think mm-hmm. it also happened to me too with friendship, right? Because as your friendships, it mm-hmm. is my friendships grew and they deepened, I would imagine, right? Because again, a, a wide base of friends to a point, not really, but you know, you have this, these friendships, you start to realize, gosh, I am, man, my girlfriends are pulling me through this or they make me feel so much better. So I think that- right it changes. Like I said, early on, right in the beginning, it evolves, right? The, it, my great gratefulness, I guess, just has evolved mm-hmm. to look at things differently, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say it also makes me less afraid of what's to come because I just think about how fortunate I've been so far. I have good health, right. I've got family and friends. And so I'm, I feel like I'll get through things, whatever they are. And if I don't, that's okay too, because I'm grateful for what I've had on any given day. Yeah. And, you know, the rest, it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, you know, that's also a really good attitude to have. And sometimes you do just have to resign yourself to, okay, this is not always in my control. And let's just see where it takes me because where's the lesson to be learned in this? Because it's somewhere I have to learn to accept that. So that kind of wraps into other parts of of life's, you know, appreciations and and how to Mm -hmm. accept life and how to make it better and just that you're not always in control of everything. So it is part of which for someone like me who likes being in control, (laughs) that was a big, it's, but once you, once you embrace that, which I feel like I have to a greater degree, I feel like it's just, everything is easier Mm -hmm. because you just don't sweat it. Cause you're like, Hey, you know, like, like I said, the phrase, it is what it is. I mean, what do you, you, can't do anything about it so you might yeah, as well COVID just taught, ride the way taught a lot of people how to it, mm-hmm. it didn't teach i think covid just forced such a different attitude for some people and some people embraced it and other people just fought it all the way yeah so. i think a lot of people i talked to said it really highlighted who was really mm-hmm. who and what was really important in their lives and how much fluff was unnecessary Correct. Yeah. And I would say that too. Like I was always that person who had to be busy 24 seven and it forced me to slow down and appreciate Uh just quiet moments and simplicity in a way that I don't think I did. to be grateful for what you had, that you had the ability to get food, that you had the ability to, you know, not have to go to a job that That you had, that you were Yes. yes. And that you were, yet you were healthy yes. and you, you know, and you were able to, yes, have someone deliver your yes. food or yeah, all and, and for all those people who were putting themselves right. on the front lines, doctors, right. 
nurses, um, you know, paramedics, and then, you know, the person delivering your food and, you know, the, the mailman, you know, just mm-hmm. all of these things, which you like, who thinks about like, and I, I hope this doesn't sound bad, but who thinks about, I'm so grateful for my mailman or my Amazon delivery. Yeah. Man. You, they were just things you took for granted. And suddenly like they were your lifeline and you were like, Oh my God, like, I'm so glad that those people are there. And like, that must be so scary right. for them. So yeah, it really was a big yeah, highlighted for, a lot sure, of for a lot of people. Yeah, that's for sure. So yeah. And it, I think, which goes into our last, you know, topic on this is it made people real, at least it made me realize what I, what I was grateful for every day. Just, I mean, yes. every day it was just more prevalent. Of, yes, absolutely. Right? It was like in my face. Yeah. Wow. I am really grateful that I haven't my, gotten sick. My family. I'm grateful yeah, my, my family friends, my healthy, health, right? And great and grateful mm-hmm. that we live in this country because, like, I mean, I remember at one point I was reading about India shutting down, like, literally overnight, mm-hmm. and all of these migrant workers and stuff. Like, it yeah. was just it was something that never could have happened here. And I just thought, oh my god, like that's like that's so terrible. Um, you know, recently I'm grateful for the vaccination. Like I'm grateful how fast it's starting to go and how that I've already gotten one. And so is all my family and that it's, everyone's moving forward and that it's, you know, pushing us towards God willing, the finish line of our new normal, where obviously it won't be the same as it was before, but we'll be able to get back to some semblance of our life pre-COVID. Right. And the science and the direction that we have, I mean, really it's, this really, I think, highlighted so many, so many parts of life that I don't think people would have, you know, taken part, t- taken the time to think about it prior to all this, yeah. right? Yeah. And you know, another thing I'm grateful for, which it's, it just, Instagram introduced me to this, but I started following these different nature things on Instagram, like some ocean things and some nature things. And every day they come on and they're like little films and they are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whales and just different nature and just these gorgeous places. And it's like, I just sit there and think like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. I'm so grateful I get to see this and, you know, how amazing to experience these things, whether it's just watching it or in person, you know, all kinds of stuff that I didn't think about before. There are many, many uh, TED Talks or podcasts or any types of those different YouTube videos, right? That that we'll talk about, right? We'll talk about how nature is the biggest connector to people for all of it, for gratefulness, for, Mm -hmm. for holiness. So many things Mm -hmm. you just have to look to nature. So that's a good one. I mean, if you start really watching this stuff and following it, it's just, it's miraculous. You know, and it makes you realize like, God, there really is something so much bigger yes. than me because it's phenomenal. Right. Yeah. So that has been something that to me is just kind of, uh, you know, just an, just an added wake up call, like to make me keep realizing every day when I scroll on that, like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm so grateful I get to see this and experience it. Even, even if it's just through Instagram. I think one of the other things for me this, this last year, since, you know, I've really been without a job. It's given me, um, you know, I could really, I, I can't even begin. It's kind of an interesting way I feel, right? That I did get let go and as shocking and as just create the feelings that I, the emotions I experienced when that happened were so much that I mm-hmm. was, you know, it's, it's, it's a rejection. It's just your, your, the whole yeah. thing. 
it's it scary. Is, right? It's 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 a Especially whole bundle of stuff. Especially in COVID, like right in the beginning of it, not knowing what right. how long this was going to go, how long it happened. Sure. But for me, I just was so grateful that <clears throat> I was able to get the the packages that they gave to people who they were letting go, and I just have mm-hmm. been able to take the time to just slow down and reflect a little bit on what's important to me. What do I really want to do next time? You know, what do I really want to be doing? Right. Do I really even want to do anything? <laughs> right? Do I- well, you know, you want to become a major force yeah, in podcasting. Well, an Instagram course. influencer would be, you know, obviously. <laughs> I mean, clearly we have a lot to influence on. But it's it, so it's just given me, I'm just grateful that I have this time to kind of reflect on so many things and help people. Right. I've had to help my sister um, and had the time. And had I, been working and your uncle yeah, and my uncle my aunt passed mm-hmm. I mean there's I was grateful that I wasn't working actually it's- right no you had you had the ability to and do how- it and and do it in a way where you were all in and not like trying to do it with one foot in the door and yeah. one foot in another door and a lot Doubling of anxiety exactly it, yes so yeah yeah no a huge gift to be able to be there for your family the way you have been this year and also I agree with you being able to take the time to figure out what your next right. move is, is huge because a lot of times when people are getting a new job or changing jobs or whatnot, they're, they're either in a job. So it's very hard for them to have the time uh-huh. to really think, what do I want to do? They're just interviewing and trying to sneak and do this and that, or they lose their job. They're so panicked. They just take whatever they can get. So to really have this time to reflect and evaluate what's important to you, yeah. huge gift. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's my big, I mean, that's my biggest change that I've had for this year, at least other than the obvious things, right. That you talked about our friends, our family, you know, our health, just that we, you know, we have everything operating properly, even though if you listen to our last episode, we have lots to complain about, but, but the fact that, (laughs) yes, but it's operating properly for our age. age. Yeah. Let's remember that to do those things. Yeah. So, yeah. So, well, I think we covered that Susan. This was, uh, you know, we, I mean, we could keep going yeah, and going, but at the end of the day, the lesson here, people is be grateful for yeah. what you have. And I, no matter how big or how small, everything is a gift. And if you take it as a gift, you'll learn yeah. from it and you'll grow. And then you'll be as evolved as we are. <laughs> and we're so grateful for you too, for listening. And again, we'll take your feedback. If you want to come on yes. and be a guest on our show, we're happy to have you. We'd love ideas. We're always looking for something. So email yeah. us yeah. at you had me at martini, all one word, at gmail.com. Subscribe to any of the different platforms, just anywhere, all of them, if you really want yeah. to do it. So make us look super popular. Yeah. Instagram, you can follow us there. I don't, I don't know. Can you send messages through Instagram? You can. Yes, we can. Okay, so you can do that. You can, I think it's called DM mm-hmm. us through Instagram if you want to. And uh, yeah, yeah. We'll look forward to it. Okay. All All right, right. guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye-bye.